Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back. Today we have a fascinating show. Anna Werner can see into the invisible world. She sees angels and has been to heaven. And in this episode, she shares some of those experiences. She gave this interview on the ISN Network show, Something More. Welcome to Something More. I'm your host, Bob Duvall, and I'm here with Anna Werner. Now, Anna is an ordinary person with an extraordinary gift. She can see into the invisible world and she wants to teach you to do the same thing. Now, Anna, you are a seer, S-E-E-R, a seer. What is a seer? I love that question, Bob. My husband asked me the same thing, actually, when we first met. (laughs) So a seer is completely biblical. Actually, you can go in the Bible and see that a seer is in there. Samuel was a seer. Mm. King David had his own personal seer, Gad. So seer is biblical and it's a person that can get, that primarily receives revelation from the Lord through the gift of sight. So seers get impressions, they see visions, and the Lord downloads to them revelation. And then like a prophet, they release what it is God has given them. They unpack it so the rest of us know what is God saying to us right now. Now, one of the most fascinating things, and I want to get right to it, that that you've experienced is you've been to heaven many times, and you've seen some fascinating rooms in heaven. One of those rooms is called the mailer room. Tell me about the mailer room. That's what I call it. Okay. Just, just to, you know, put that out there. It's yeah. not, I don't know if that's what God calls it. That wasn't it. the name on the door. Yeah, but that's, it's that's just what I, I call it. So I, I walked into a room and there I saw, there was Jesus, and I saw all these parcels, Bob, every parcels all along the wall. There's all these shelves, and the shelves went as far as I could see, and it went as high as I could see. It just kept going. Hmm. And all around the room is a busy room. There was angels everywhere. And some of the angels would look towards Jesus, get instruction, and then I would watch them go and grab the parcels off the shelf and then take them and zoom down like this. And they were down, going down to the earth. Okay. And so it sounds crazy, but then I saw some of the angels were just standing there by the parcels waiting. And I said, what are they waiting for? Yeah. You know, I'm a really curious person. So I asked Jesus a lot of questions when mm-hmm. I'm in heaven. And so I said, what are they waiting for? And he said, they're waiting for the prayers of the saints 
to be heard so they can release the answers. Okay. That's when I realized, wow, that scripture that says, ask and you shall receive, knock and it shall be opened is real. We got to take it for real. And we need to put into action, you know, and really go and pray and petition the Lord for things because perhaps they're just waiting. Yeah, that's a great encouragement to pray if we yeah. can kind of picture that they're just there waiting for our prayer to go ahead and release what's needed. Now, there's another room that you went to that's very different, and this is the room of God's lavishing love, uh, ravishing love, I should say. Yeah. Tell me about that room. So I was taken into a vision and um, it was interesting. I walked into a room and there was liquid everywhere. And I saw Jesus and he was like knee deep. And he said, come on in, Anna. And then he was gone. So I walked into this room and it was full of, of water and everywhere. And it wasn't water like how we think in the natural. It almost imagine like honey, like sticky, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so the water was not just flowing on the ground. It was actually flowing up the walls and down from the ceiling. Hmm. So it was surrounding mm -hmm. like this. Okay. So I walked in and I went knee deep and then I went in deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I looked and I saw there was this, um, it was like a big, uh, sink, like a regular square sink. It wasn't anything fancy, but right. in the sink was a faucet or a spigot and the spigot was running and the water was pouring out of it. Now, I just naturally went to it, went to turn it off. Right. Cause yeah. I'm like, you don't leave, you don't waste water. <laughs> right? right. So right. I went to turn it off and, um, I tried three times and it, I couldn't get it. And I was really trying hard. I couldn't get it. And then I heard the Lord's voice and he said, Anna, that's my love. You can't turn it off. Hmm. And I realized that what I was, that's when I realized I was actually in the tangible presence and love of God was in that room. What I was floating in was actually the love of God. And when I looked at the water, I forgot to mention the colors. Oh, mm. Colors in heaven are amazing. So the colors would swirl many, many different colors as you looked into it, iridescent mm. and fiery, and, and, and it just kept moving, right? So I, anyways, so I couldn't turn the faucet off, and I was like, well, if this is God's love, then I'm going to swim in this thing. You know, I want yeah. to Why get, would you ever want to leave? Right. I'm like, <laughs> I want to get as full, filled yeah. up as I can. So I'm there swimming in it. And then I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. I saw a mirror and it looked like a, you know, a regular, like a standing mirror. Mm -hmm. It had gold trim around the edge. And I went to go check it out because I'm curious, went and looked into it. And at first I just saw my own reflection and I said, sure. well, that's silly. God, I can see that on earth. Why? Absolutely. <laughs> Why are you showing me this? <laughs> and as I kept looking, he said, look closer. As I looked closer, then I saw Jesus' face for a second, look mm. back at me. Mm. And then I started to just cry. And he smiled at me and, um, and then he said, look closer. And so I kept looking and then suddenly his face changed and I, I saw fire in the mirror and then it changed to like the line of Judah. Mm. And I saw the line of Judah and it, for one second, it just roared at me. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't know that I came into that room with, I had a lot of stuff going in my life at the time. So it was like, even though mm -hmm. I'm in heaven, 
I had a lot of stress, stuff that was getting right. me down. But when that Lion of Judah roared, I felt all of it just break and loose off of me. Mm. Um, mm. So that room, the Lord's taking me back a couple times. It's a wonderful room. Now we want to hit one more real quick, which is the strategy, what you call the strategy room. Now what happens in the strategy room? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting place. It's, I've been there a few times and there's lots of different scrolls there. Mm -hmm. And one time I was there and I saw Jesus was there and there was this big table and he went and he was getting, there was angels there and they were getting scrolls. And it was, the angels again would get instruction from the Lord. Jesus was there and he would give them instruction and then they would unroll the scrolls. And so Jesus grabbed a scroll and he, cause he said, do you want to see yours? And I said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely <you know? laughs> and so he grabbed a scroll and he brought it down and then there's this big oak table and he laid it out like this and it was, he laid it all the way out and at first I saw nothing. And I, I mean, I have to say that to you at home, I really saw nothing. I looked and hmm. I was like, well, why can't I see? So then he said, look closer. So I closed my eyes and I said, I prayed, Jesus, would you open my spiritual eyes so that I could see? Hmm. And then I opened my eyes and I could see. And on the scroll, when I looked, I saw different pictures on it and they were in gold. And I saw myself, now this was years ago when I first went there. So I saw myself how I was then and I was single at the time. And then in the next picture I saw um, myself with a man who is now my husband. And we were in Africa and we were there with Heidi and Roland Baker. And that's come to pass now. Hmm. And then after that, I saw us with a child and then I saw a plane. Wow. No. And Anna, we're out of time for the, okay. this segment, but uh, when we come back, I want you to hear about what was the most amazing thing. Now, this has been pretty amazing so far, but what's the most amazing thing that Anna saw when she was in heaven? Come right back after this. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's The Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. Welcome back to Something More, and I'm here with Anna Warner. And Anna, before we went to the break, you were talking about the strategy room in heaven, mm -hmm. and you wanted to see your scroll, and, and, and God showed you your scroll, and you actually saw scenes from your life that, that hadn't happened yet. Now, have those come to pass, the yes. things you saw? Yes, all uh, those have come to pass. Now. So that was pretty awesome. I mean, these three rooms that you saw, I mean, I think when a lot of people think of heaven, you know, they might be thinking of baby cherubs floating in a cloud with a harp, but there's a lot going on in heaven. There's yeah. a lot of activity. Yeah. Uh, now, before the break, we said we're going to find out the most amazing thing 
you saw in heaven. What's the most amazing? Um, nothing beats the eyes of Jesus. Every time I've gotten to look right into his eyes, um, there's nothing that can, it's very hard to put into words that experience. But every time I'm undone by his presence and his love, his eyes radiate love, but they like fiercely love. And there's so much fire in them and yet joy and compassion and yet strength. Every time I've gotten to see, look into his eyes, I mean, I'm so undone by how much he loves. I mean, it all comes back to that, right? All these experiences in heaven are wonderful, but there's nothing like Jesus. There's nothing like him. Absolutely. Let's go back to when you were just five years old. Mm -hmm. That was the first time you saw an angel. What happened? Yes, I was five years old and an angel walked into my bedroom and it just appeared there. And just like I'm sitting with you here with me right now, it was that real. I could see mm. him. Um, and then I asked the angel what his name was and he said, my name's Timothy. And then I said, can I touch your wing? <laughs> and he said, sure. And my hand didn't like float through it. It's, I really grabbed on to the wing. I tangibly felt yeah. his wing. It felt warm. I felt it. And then the angel and me played for a little bit, and which I know is a weird concept, but really, you know, and then I, he said, okay, I have to leave now after some time. And I said, well, will you be back? And he said, Yes, and he said, I'm your guardian angel, Anna. Mm. And, and then he was gone. But has he always been with you? Yes. Okay. So I, I have other angels as well, mm -hmm. but Timothy, my guardian angel, shows up at random times. And so he's been so with me. He really, Timothy, you, so his, you know his name. His name, I forgot to say. He told <laughs> me his name is Timothy, and he's been with me throughout my life, yeah. Wow. Okay, let's fast forward a, a few years. You were in your 20s. Mm -hmm. You were in Brazil, like doing missions. Mm -hmm. uh, got into a dangerous part of town, very dangerous part, and got lost. And, uh, and an angel helped you. Tell me about that. Yes, I was doing missions mm -hmm. uh, with YWAM. I was working in the drug trafficking slums there wow. in Brazil. So the drug trafficking slums, it, it, in, depending where you are in Brazil, but I was in an area where it zigzags like this. Mm -hmm. And so with that, you can't see what's happening right in front of you, just a couple feet, because it zigzags around right. the corner. Someone, you could run into gangs. You know, you can't really see mm -hmm. what's going on. You mm -hmm. could run into someone being trafficked. You know, there's a lot mm -hmm. that goes on in there. So sure. I was by myself and I turned a corner and I was trying, but I was trying to get home. I was trying to walk from point A to point B and I thought I knew the way. And very quickly I was lost, mm, really lost. Scary. And yeah. as I turned the corner, I walked into an area where there's all these uh, gangs and there was all these drug guys and they were coming towards me. They all had guns and mm. you know, it was a bad place to be in. So I knew I knew right away, okay, for one, I'm really stupid for being here by myself. I don't have my passport. I don't have any uh, idea of me, a cell phone, yeah. an address. I mean, I knew nothing. Mm. And I said, this is a really bad situation, and this isn't going to go well for me. So I got down on my knees, and I didn't pray a prayer of faith. It was like, dear God, please help me yeah. right now. Please, God, I need you to come here, God, right now. And then he said, look mm. up. And right when I looked up, I saw an angel 
at the end of the street and he looked at me and he pulled a flower, a real flower down and he winked and he dropped it. <laughs> and so I ran. Did I, you know it was an angel? Yeah. Right? Oh okay. yeah. I saw right. the angel. He, I ran to that flower. I picked it up and then I looked around the next corner and he was at the very end of the next corner and he did the same thing. He picked an, a, a flower and then he dropped it and he winked and he zoomed around the next corner. <laughs> so I ended up chasing this angel throughout the slum. It was like for over 45 minutes, I chased this angel going zigzag this way, that way. And the last flower he dropped was on my doorstep back uh. home. And I still have that flower. To this day, I pressed it. I put wow. it in my Bible and pressed it. And I keep it as a reminder. That's the day that the Lord saved my life with an angel. That is incredible. Now, uh, real quickly, sometimes when you see in the spirit, it's not just heaven. It's not just angels. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you're seeing negative things, demonic things. Isn't that kind of scary when you when you can see what's going on in, in the demonic realm? Sure. I mean, the truth is not everybody sees, not every seer sees the demonic as well. So just to say that up front, but I do. And the times that the Lord has shown me demonic things, um, at first I was a bit like, wow, you know, scared. Sure. But here's what I've learned is that uh, God doesn't open your eyes to show you something to paralyze you in fear. Mm -hmm. He would open my eyes to show me things so that I can gain tools, you know, and I would know how to pray right. so that those right. demonic things would leave. So when he shows me things, it's usually to bring freedom to people, to help them pray through things, either mm -hmm. prayers of deliverance or that sort of thing. So no longer am I afraid. It just, it, it makes me like, good, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> now I know what I'm up against. Well, Anna, we're going to take one more quick break. And uh, are you getting a desire now to see into the spirit realm, to see what God is doing in the spirit realm? When we come back, Anna is going to give us some tips for how you can see in the spirit realm. Come right back after this. Are you interested in scary places? Well, I found a great podcast called Your Haunted Holiday. Each week, sisters Lisa and Lindsay will take you to some of the most haunted places in the world. Their incredible research into how these places became haunted is complemented by their insight into the ghostly activities that are present. They give you information on ghost tours, prices, and much more. That's Your Haunted Holiday. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com or just listen to wherever great podcasts are found. back to something more. I'm here with Anna Warner. And do you want to see in the invisible world? Well, hold on and you'll find out how in just a second. Now, first, Anna, let's cover the question real quick. Can everybody see? Can every believer in Jesus see in the invisible world? Sure. I believe that mm. the scripture, 1 Corinthians 14, it says eagerly desire all the spiritual gifts. And that it doesn't leave out the gift of seeing. Um, and it says, all, desire all the gifts, especially that we can prophesy. And so I don't think God would ask us to desire it if it wasn't available for everyone. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Now let's uh, quickly hit some tips 
for them to see in the Spirit. Uh, one of the tips that you have is getting into God's presence. Talk about that for just a moment. Yeah, it's so important that the gift of seeing comes through intimacy with God. So God, I believe God reveals his secrets to those who are close to him. So being intimate with Jesus is the key and absolute most important thing is actually spending time with the Lord, doing time with him, getting to know him, and then he'll reveal things to you. Okay, uh, real quick, tip number two, keeping your eyes pure. Talk about that. Yeah, so uh, I think it's in Psalms 24, it says, who can ascend my hill? Those who have um, clean hands and a pure heart and pure eyes. Sure. And so it's yeah. very important, pure, when it, it's talking there, those who can ascend or who can see things, right. just seeing yeah. as ascending, so uh, have pure eyes. So it's important that what I allow into my spirit is pure. So I'm very careful, Bob. I'm very careful what I go see, movies, television, anything like that. Yeah, and even wanna... you can watch the news right now. Yes. And yeah, you kind of have to, yeah. So, uh, all right, the third one, you wanted me to ask you about decluttering. Yeah, sounds that? weird, <laughs> but um, very important is often if your mind is full of a lot of things, say you're a really busy person, you've got a lot on your mind, it's often hard to be able to see things from the Lord or hear his voice with clarity. So when I say decluttering, I'm actually talking about in your mind, mm -hmm. being able to get still with the Lord, set aside the things that are on your agenda and say, God, would you speak to me today? And sometimes the second you try and do that, tons of stuff comes up, <laughs> you know, to get in the way. Right. And you have to like write it down and like set it aside and then say, okay, I'll get to that later, but God, would you speak to me? So this decluttering is not a new age thing of empty your mind. Okay, mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying, but I am saying there is something to that, being able to be still and present with the Lord is a big key. Now, I'm glad you mentioned the new age because a lot of people, you know, even believers, when they hear about seeing in the invisible realm or whatever, they think new age. So what is the main difference? Like, how do you know what you're seeing is from God and not something awful? Right. That is the main <clears throat> question because the question is, am, what I'm seeing, is it from God? Is it myself or is it the devil? And this is what I know. God is good and that he will always confirm himself. And what you're seeing should match the biblical character of God that we see in the Bible. So God would not show you something to bring you self-glorification. I'm just going to say that. It will always bring glory back to God or to Jesus. And he will confirm himself. Whether he shows you it in the Bible, a prophet will come along, even the radio. I remember God one time, he was talking to me about Brazil. And then sure enough, I'm gonna, you know, the radio came on. I'm going to interrupt this broadcast to talk, you know, and it was a thing about Brazil. And I'm like... God is so good. Yeah. He will confirm himself. Now, what if uh, somebody watching us right now, they, they follow the tips you said, and they seek after this, and they begin to see things, but they don't understand what they're seeing? It's what, good. What do they do? Yeah, it's so good and important to write it down because God does give revelation, but it doesn't always come right away. So don't get hung up if you don't understand right away. In Daniel 7, Daniel actually gets uh, he has an encounter and it says that he, as he's pondering, 
God, that he saw more. And so he didn't have the revelation or understanding of the weird, wild things he was seeing in Daniel chapter 7 at the moment. And then as he pondered it, God would show more. Has there's that things, happened to you Yes, too? there's yeah. things. I remember God took me into the treasure room in heaven. Right. And I thought, wow, that was amazing. And then three days later, I went to a conference and the main speaker there said, I don't know why I feel to share this. I was just in the treasure room of heaven. She went on to s- describe it to a T. My assistant was sitting there. I had my journal and I said, look at this. And we were reading word for word what she was saying. So... God will confirm it. Okay. But so, it doesn't always happen right away. So you got to keep your journal. Right. It's important. You look back and you'll maybe get the revelation later. Okay. Before we close out, I really want you to be able to pray mm-hmm. for the viewer. So again, let's say that they're, they're saying, I, I want this gift. I, I want to see in the spirit. I want greater intimacy with God. Could you take a moment and just look into the camera and pray? for them right now. Absolutely. So Father, right now, I just pray that you would release the gift of seeing, that it would be open and just imparted to those that are watching this right now at home, wherever you are. And um, I just, I actually speak this over some of you right now. I hear self-doubt is your biggest thing that you get hung up on. And I feel like the Lord says, quit doubting that you can't hear or hear God's voice with clarity or see with clarity that what you're seeing, those little impressions that you're getting and you think, ah, this is just my mind. Actually, that's God speaking to you. So put your self-doubt aside in Jesus name. And Father, right now, I thank you, Jesus, that you are going to take people into encounter because, Lord, we want to know you more, God. It's all about intimacy, Jesus. Would you open the gift of sight for all of us more in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Anna, thank you for being my guest on Something More. And thank you, thank you for joining us on Something More. And I hope that you have been blessed and that you will seek after the gift of seeing in the Spirit, but even more important, greater intimacy with God. And if you don't know him yet, that's the most important thing. Don't let another day go by, but reach out to him, confess your sins, receive Yeshua, Jesus, as your Savior and Lord, and live for him. Join us again next time for something more. Are you looking for a good quality used car, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. 
We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Thank you.